When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. All right. Beningo, the O the Pain podcast. How about that? It is Friday. It is January 5th. It's 2024. And the Joe Beningo the Pain podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company. By Anita Discount Tire and by DraftKings. We have hit the final weekend of the NFL regular season. Still a number of things to be determined, a number of playoff spots uh, to be filled. But we will open with my brutal freaking football team. As the year ends on another losing season for the Jets. The Jets, this is the, since night, just think about this, Jet fans. Since the merger in 1970, this is the 24th year where the Jets have had double-digit losses, where the Jets have lost at least 10 games. 24th year. So 24 out of the last 53 years, almost half, probably about 46%, the Jets have had double-digit losing seasons. They've done it now four years in a row. Robert Sala has lost at least 10 games every year he's been the coach. 13, 10, and 10 is probably going to get to 11 when they lose to the Patriots on Sunday. And the 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 hits just keep on coming. As as Sonny and Cher once said, the beat goes on. And that's life as a Jet fan. Just unbelievable. And and you know, and let's be honest, okay? If you if you really think, and we all know about the hideous 15-game losing streak to New England, we all know how Belichick likes to piss on the Jets. And this is very much could be, and looks, I mean, all signs are pointing that this is the final game for Bill Belichick coaching the Patriots. Apparently him and Kraft are on the outs a little bit. Who knows what the real deal is? You know, I still in my mind look at New England and say, look, they're getting a high draft choice, this team. And they're going to be able to draft their quarterback because we all know Mac Jones stinks. I mean, let's be honest. Bailey Zappi's better than Mac Jones. What does that say? So they'll get their chance to draft the quarterback, but it still looks like Bill is out the door. And do you really think I and I, I seriously, I, I really hope I'm wrong about this. I really do. But do you really think for a second that if it's Bill Belichick's final game of his career as the Patriot coach and with the absolute disdain and I'm being kind with that word that he has for our football team, do you think that he's going to lose this game to the Jets? And here's the other part of it, too. OK, here's the other part. Do you think that Robert Sala and the coaching staff is sitting there putting an emphasis 
on ending this ridiculous streak? I don't. Do you think they're even talking about it at Florham Park? If I was the coach of the Jets, okay, if, if I was coaching the Jets or if I had any capacity, if I was the GM, if I was the owner, whatever, I would be plastering all over the training facility this week about this 15-game losing streak. That's all I'd be talking about. We have to end this. with this. How good would it be? How much would you feel good about this? And I don't want to hear about, you know, losing to enhance our draft position and that nonsense because it's nonsense. Right now the Jets are sitting with the eighth pick in the draft. They're not getting the first pick. You know, well, what are they going to move up? A slot? It really doesn't matter. Go win this goddamn game and end this streak. How good would you feel? At least I would. Finally beating, if if it is Belichick's final game in New England, sticking it up his rear end and sending him out with a with a loss to the Jets. How much do you think Belichick would be upset by that? Come on. Now, I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think this coaching staff has put the emphasis on it. And let's be honest, too. This and I, you know, you know how I feel about Salah as a person, but he's not a good he, he's not a good head coach. I mean, how else can you say it? He's not. This team was seven and four last year, completely collapsed, and lost the last six games of the year to finish seven and ten. And I don't want to hear about the quarterback and Wilson and Mike White last year and all that. This year they were four and three. They're on a three-game winning streak. Sure, they were lucky to beat the Giants, but they're on a, a three-game winning streak. They're four and three. And what happens? They collapse again. They lose five in a row to basically take them out of the year. And now they're on their way, you know, to another at minimum 10-game, 10-loss uh, uh, season. <clears throat> Unbelievable. So I, I, I just I fully expect the Patriots to win this game. I, I got to tell you. I can see the headlines now. Zapped by Zappy. <laughs> And they're, and they're already and they're talking about snow up in fighting. It's supposed to snow, I guess, starting late tomorrow here in 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 beautiful New Jersey. This the wonderful state of confusion that's New Jersey, right? It's supposed to start snowing late tomorrow, and then snow all day Sunday. Now I don't know how much snow we're gonna get. You hear varying reports, but I've also heard it's supposed to snow up in Foxborough. So who knows? This game may be played in a snowstorm. Maybe that helps the Jets. Maybe it doesn't. Nothing really helps the Jets. I mean, you know, the only thing that helps the Jets is like not playing. That helps. <laughs> you know, if they're not playing and they're not losing. So I, you know, I guess that's the one thing that really helps them. But I feel fully expect, fully expect that the Jets will lose to, to Belichick in his final what probably will be his final game as coaching the Patriots. And can't you see it now? Can't you see the players like lifting Bill up on his shoulders after they stick it up our ass again and carrying him off the field? Because I could see it. I hope they drop. I could, I could see it. That's what's going to happen. I, I could see it. How about the line by Bart Scott? You just catch this yesterday when they were doing the jet, <laughs> the jet, uh, whatever it is, point after, whatever they call it, right? Jet uh, game plan, I guess it is, with uh, my good friend Janae Coakley. How about, how about what Bart said? He hates Bill. He says he's got the most punchable face in football. <laughs> right? Good job by Bart. I mean, unbelievable. What a disgrace. What a disgrace. 15 straight losses to the to the Pats. Yeah. Haven't won in Foxborough since the playoff game. Uh, now, 13 years ago in January of 2011, which, of course, is the last time the Jets won a playoff game. 
But just, I, 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 what else can you say? I mean, it just, what a disgrace. And do you really, if you're a Jet, seriously, you can tell me till the cows come home, oh, don't worry, next year Rodgers will be ready to go. Will he? He's 40 years old coming up an Achilles injury. Are you really that confident that this team's going to be good next year? Because I'm not. The offensive line's a disaster. That's probably going to have to be what their first-round draft pick is, right? Offensive line's a disaster. Uh, you know, we need another wide receiver to go along with Garrett Wilson. It really is amazing that Garrett Wilson had the second – he's the first jet wide receiver ever to have over 1,000 yards receiving in his first two years, which is just – he caught 93 passes so far as well, which to me is mind-boggling considering that he's had like 14 different quarterbacks and really none of them any good, right? I guess Mike White was the best. I mean, it's unbelievable. But we need another wide receiver to go opposite Garrett Wilson. So, you know, but I mean, I I got no confidence next year. They have to get a backup quarterback. To me, the most important offseason signing that they will make is who will be the veteran backup. And the biggest mistake that Joe Douglas made this year was not having that veteran backup. Now, we know we've seen the last of Zach Wilson. Uh, He's going to be gone. He's not playing tomorrow. the immortal Trevor, Trevor Simeon will play again. And I actually think they got a better chance. What? Whatever day it is. Sunday, whatever. Sunday. The immortal Trevor Simeon will play on Sunday. Who he stinks too. But, you know, look. Every time that Zach's played against Belichick, he's been brutal. You know, Belichick's eating him up. So, I guess they got a better chance with Simeon. It doesn't really matter. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I just, I'm sorry. I got no confidence. I got no confidence in his coaching staff. I got no confidence that Rodgers is going to stay healthy next year, the whole year. You know, I just don't. The defense has to get better. Let's say defense got exposed a little bit late in the season. You know, there's no doubt about it. They got they did take the ball away more this year than last year, but they got to do even more of that. They even they actually forced three turnovers in the loss to Cleveland. Even had a defensive touchdown with uh, Jermaine Johnson getting that pick six against Joe Flacco, but. I, I just have, you know, like I said, I have no confidence going forward. It would be nice to end this losing streak against New England. Don't count on it. As I said, I could see right now, you know, Bailey Zappi and company taking Bill off the field on their shoulders as he wins his final game as coach of the Patriots and continues this brutal losing streak to New England. And I'm telling you right now, I get, this coaching staff is not putting a major emphasis on ending this streak. I really believe that's true. By the way, congratulations to Sauce Gardner and Quinn and Williams, who both made the Pro Bowl again, all right? So I believe Sauce is the first Jet. Is he the first Jet ever to go to the Pro Bowl back-to-back seasons as a rookie? He might be the second. I'm not sure who the first one was. Maybe Namath. I'm not sure who the first guy uh, uh, was to do that. But nevertheless, uh, Quinn and Williams and uh, Sauce Gardner going to the Pro Bowl uh, Quincy Williams should have went too, but you know, look, if they were a better team, uh, they, you know, you, you look at the two linebackers that went, uh, the two uh, first team linebackers, both of them in Baltimore, Patrick Queen and Raquan Smith. So I look at the and the Ravens, of course, with the best record in football right now, as uh, they go into their final game tomorrow against Pittsburgh, thirteen and three, and have already clinched home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs. So we'll see what happens on Sunday. I have no confidence the Jets are going to win this game, and uh, it would be nice if they did. Let's hope that I am totally wrong about this, 
and that they actually, Salah and company, are actually putting some emphasis on actually ending this losing streak. Don't count on it. Now, as far as some of the games coming up this weekend, I am rooting. Now, we know Sunday night, uh, NBC will be the AFC East Championship game. The Dolphins and the Bills in Miami. Miami already in the playoffs. They're 11-5. and five. They're in whether they win or not. Buffalo, uh, if they win, they win the division. The winner of this game wins the division. There is a scenario where Buffalo could get knocked out, and that's what I'm looking for. For the Bills to not make the playoffs, obviously they got to lose to Miami Sunday night. They need Pittsburgh tomorrow to beat the Ravens, and I'll be rooting for that. And they need the Jaguars on Sunday uh, to win their game against Tennessee. And if both those things happen and Miami beats Buffalo, then Buffalo's out. Miami would win the AFC East, and they will be the two seed in the uh, AFC playoffs behind number one Baltimore. Now, I am rooting hard for that. I want Buffalo out. And I have no love for the Dolphins. I really don't. But the Dolphins aren't going anywhere. I mean, we saw last week when they got absolutely eviscerated by uh, Baltimore, 56-19. to By the way, how about this crazy stat? The Miami Dolphins are the first team in the history of the NFL to win a game by scoring 56 points or more. Remember that 70-point blowout when they beat Denver earlier in the season? And lose a game by giving up at least 56 points in a game in the same season as they did last week to Baltimore. So they won a game when they scored 56 or more, 70 against Denver, and they lost the game when they gave up 56 to the Ravens last week. How about that? Very interesting stat. But I'm rooting for the Dolphins. The Dolphins are banged up. I mean, you know, I can't. you can't feel good about this game. Buffalo's a three-point favorite in Miami. Uh, you know that Bradley Chubb's out. You know that Jalen Phillips is out. They're two best pass rushes. Uh, I don't know if Jalen Waddle's playing in this game. I don't know if Raheem Mostert is playing in this game. Uh, you know, all things point to Buffalo winning. I will be rooting, especially, look, if Buffalo is in by the time this game starts, then it really doesn't matter. Who cares who wins? You know, they're both making the playoffs anyway. But if there's a scenario by Sunday night where a Miami win eliminates the Bills, I will be rooting hard for the Miami Dolphins. So we'll see uh, how that plays out. You got two terrific games tomorrow, uh, 4.30. You got the Steelers, who are still alive, need to win and need help uh, against the Ravens. Lamar Jackson is not playing tomorrow for Baltimore. Hunley is going to play quarterback. Uh, He's pretty good. He's not bad. He's played well for them when Lamar's been out. So Lamar not playing tomorrow. Pittsburgh, uh, in uh, is that game in Baltimore or is it in Pittsburgh? I should know as I look at my uh, – my stat book here, the game is in Baltimore, so just to make sure we got that down. But the Steelers are favored, and uh, it's like I said, need a win and need help to make the playoffs. How about my – by the way, this idea that Mike Tomlin is going to get fired in Pittsburgh is ridiculous. There's no way that they're getting rid of Tomlin. When you consider that this team right now is still – has had another winning season, 17 consecutive now winning seasons under Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh, and with all the issues at quarterback, Kenny Pickett, who's not any good and he's been hurt, Mitch Trubisky, who's brutal, now they're, now they're playing Mason Rudolph at quarterback and they've won two in a row with him at QB. I mean, you think Mike Tomlin's getting fired? Come on. No way. Mike Tomlin's a Hall of Fame head coach, one of the best coaches in football. And would you really be surprised if they wound up in the playoffs again? So that game tomorrow, it's on uh, ESPN ABC 430. 
and the Steelers in Baltimore to play the Ravens, no Lamar Jackson. Uh, now, the night game, also ABC, ESPN, I guess uh, that'll be uh, Aikman and Buck doing that game. Uh, in Indianapolis, a playoff spot on the line. The Houston Texans, who've had an unbelievable year this year, under first-year coach D'Amico Ryans and rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud against the Indianapolis Colts, both teams 9-7. and seven. The winner of that game will make the playoffs. And now the Jaguars, who play on uh, against the Titans on Sunday, if Jacksonville loses to, to Tennessee, which is not out of the realm, I don't even know if Trevor Lawrence is playing in that game. If Jacksonville loses to Tennessee – then the winner of the Colt-Texan game wins the AFC South. So a very interesting game there on uh, Saturday night. So uh, that a big game, no question about it. And, you know, you look at some of the games on Sunday, uh, you know, obviously if the Cowboys win their game against Washington, they win the NFC East. The Eagles are playing the Giants. And I don't know if Nick Sirianni is going to play everybody or not. Philly's already in the playoffs. They've certainly had their problems. The chances are that Dallas is not losing to Washington. If Washington beat Dallas and Philly beats the Giants, then Philly would win the NFC East. I doubt that that's going to happen. I'd be very surprised. The other division that's up for grabs is the NFC South. Tampa Bay playing Carolina. The game is in Carolina, I believe. Yes, it is. Um, if Carolina, if uh, Tampa Bay wins, they win the NFC South. Now, there is a possibility that Baker Mayfield may not play in this game. So we'll see. He's a little banged up. I'd be shocked if Mayfield doesn't play. If somehow the Panthers stun the Bucks, then the winner of the Saints-Falcons game in New Orleans will win the NFC South. <clears throat> so, And still an outside shot uh, for a, a uh, playoff spot, a wild-card spot <coughs> for the Saints. Even if Tampa Bay wins, if the Saints win their game over Atlanta and Seattle loses to Arizona, and the uh, who's the other team that has to lose? As I look here at the uh, oh, the Packers, and the Packers lose their game to the Bears, which is very possible. The Bears are playing great football. Then the Saints would be the uh, wild card team at nine and eight. The Packers control their own destiny. If they win their game against the Bears, they are in the playoffs. Very similar scenario for Green Bay to what it was last year. Remember the last game of the year, they played the Lions in Lambeau, like this game will be, and. The Lions had already been eliminated. If the Packers won that game, they would have been in the playoffs, and the Lions beat them and knocked them out. The Bears are in the same situation. The Bears have already been eliminated. The game is in Lambeau. If the Bears win that game, they would knock the Packers out, and the Bears are playing tremendous football. I mean, right now, um, you know, Justin Fields, he's been absolutely great. I mean, there's no way to say it. They beat up the Falcons last week. I've been winning a lot with the Chicago Bears uh, with my picks uh, you know, this year. So, uh, nevertheless, just uh, some of the games that, that matter on Sunday, and uh, it should be a very interesting weekend, the final week of the regular season in the National Football League. And then, of course, Monday will be Black Monday. We'll see all the coaches that will wind up getting fired. I'm sure Ron Rivera is on his way out uh, in Washington. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. But uh, we'll see who gets fired and who doesn't. You got already going to have an opening in, in San Diego, L.A. with the Chargers. Brandon Staley was already bounced. Uh, what a disaster he is. But nevertheless, so big weekend coming up. And then, of course, the playoffs will start the uh, week after that. All right, let's get our sponsors in here. You know about the Hackensack Brewing Company. Uh, I'm in discussions right now 
with uh, Mike Jones about when we're going to do our next live podcast at the Brewing Company. Maybe the end of the month. I'll be trying to get in touch with Mike. He's not the easiest guy to get in touch with, but nevertheless, uh, maybe by the end of the month, we'll have our next live podcast. We'll let you know. You know the story on the Hackensack Brewing Company. It's located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in beautiful. Who needs a house out in Hackensack? The tap room opened 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10, Saturday, 12 to 8, Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue, right behind the tombstones. So we'll let you know. See Jones, see TJ, everybody there, Herb and Andre and everybody. And we'll let you know maybe the end of January for our next live podcast that is yet to be determined, but it is a possibility. Go see my son Johnny. Big game for him, Saints, this week. We already discussed it. Go see Johnny. Um... At, and Ari, his boss, at uh, Anita Discount Tire in Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue. Tell him I sent you. You need work done on your car, of course, tires, in, your car inspector, whatever you need. Go check him out and uh, tell him that uh, I sent you. So uh, go see uh, Johnny and everybody at Anita Discount Tire. And, of course, DraftKings. You want to bet on anything? Well, DraftKings is the way to go. You got everything going on right now. College basketball. You got the hockey, the NBA. Uh, the NBA, NFL playoffs and all of that coming up. You got the national championship game coming up Monday, Michigan and Washington. Michigan, a four-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. I'm rooting for Washington. I want to see Michael Penix light him up. Have no great love for Michigan. And we'll see whether or not Jim Harbaugh is coaching his last game at Michigan. We'll see. Uh, he's, had, he's got a big offer on the table from Michigan, like a 10-year deal, and he has not signed that yet. So uh, there's a lot of speculation that Harbaugh may be on his way to the NFL. We'll see. But uh, if you're going to bet, the only way to bet is with DraftKings. If you've got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.sot1800gambler.net. Uh, in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Text HOPE-NY-467-369. All right. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, just, just quickly on the, on the uh, playoff games last week in college football, well, I tell you right now, what a great game the Michigan-Alabama game was. Uh, Alabama had that lead late 20-13, to 13, and then J.J. McCarthy in Michigan going 75 yards for the game-tying touchdown in the closing minutes, and then, of course, won the game in overtime. I still don't understand. Down 27-20, Alabama's got a fourth and goal on the three-yard line uh, to tie the game and keep the overtime going. I did not understand the call. Jalen Milrose going up the middle on a quarterback draw from the three-yard line, running right into the teeth of the defense. Don't you have to kind of get him outside? Don't I want to get him with some kind of a run-pass option, getting outside the tackle box? Well, you know, hindsight is 20-20. And, of course, uh, Michigan wins at 27-20. And then Michael Penix uh, lighting up Texas for over 400 yards passing, 37-31 the final score of that game. So Washington and Michigan. Uh, it's like an old Rose Bowl game. Game's in Houston. Old Rose Bowl game, the Big Ten against the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is now done now. And actually, how about this? This is now, next year, both teams are in the Big Ten, and Michigan actually plays Washington next year in a Big Ten regular season game. How crazy is that? But they will play uh, for the national championship on Monday night. The game will start sometime before 10 o'clock. You know how that is, you know. They got it. And I think the pregame show started already. So it's almost as bad as the Super Bowl. You know, unbelievable. But nevertheless. All right. Beningo, the uh, Oda Payne podcast, as uh, 
We are at the first Friday of the new year, January 5th, uh, 2024. You know, I, 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 I got to switch gears here to the Mets. What the hell are the Mets doing? You know, they signed Harrison Bader, right? The old Yankee, the old Cardinal, right? I mean, is that really, is this what they're doing? You know, I keep telling everybody, nobody wants to listen to me. Everybody, all, you know, we were all so excited when Steve Cohen showed up, right? Oh, the Wilpons are gone. Stevie, all his beautiful money. Oh, well, right? So the first year, they went 101 games. They completely collapsed to end the season. He goes out, he brings in Scherzer, he brings in Furlander, decides in the middle of the year to punt on the year, okay? We're not going to win. Let's get rid of everybody, right? He eats all uh, tons of money so he can get better prospects when he makes these trades. He brings in this guy, Stearns, who, let's be honest about it, the guy is a small market general manager. Yeah, oh, I hear all this crap. Well, he's from New York. He's a Met fan. He's not a Met fan. He's getting paid by, you think he really gives a damn about the Mets anymore? And what he cares about is who's paying him. And right now the Mets are paying him. And he was brought here to run the Mets like a small market team because Cohen took a big hit financially. And Cohen's got to pay $100 million in his luxury tax. Somehow the Dodgers, with all their stupid contracts to Otani and Yakamoto and all of this, somehow they're avoiding the luxury tax. I don't know how that is because they got all these backloaded contracts. You know, they're barely paying Otani $100,000 a year. Well, it's more than that, but, you know. He's getting like $2 million for the first eight or nine years before they give him all that money on the back end so they can avoid this luxury tax nonsense, you know? So Cohen's lost all this money, and that's and this is exactly why Stearns is here. I mean, are you excited at all about, you know, and I, Louis, these are the signings, low, 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 low money, or how, how do you say it, you know, very low-level signings, Louis Severino, Harrison Bader, he made the trade for this guy, this fourth starter from Milwaukee, Hauser, whatever the hell his name is. I'm supposed to get excited about it, right? They still haven't paid Pete. Yeah, they made the offer to Yamamoto, $325 million. But let's be honest about this, though, okay? And I know they went out to Japan and all of that. Maybe they went to a geisha house and all that. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know what they did. Cohen went out there. Stearns went out there. Whatever, right? Took him to dinner somewhere. Whatever. And they offered him $325 million, which is what he wound up signing for with the Dodgers. Here's the bottom line. He was never signing with the Mets. And they knew it. And they knew he wasn't. So why not make the offer? Give him, make the offer $700 million. He was never signing here. And with all the money that they got, right, if they got that kind of money to give to Yamamoto, how about we sign Pete Alonso? How about that? And I'm telling you right now, and everybody says, nah, 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 there's no way he's not signing him. No way, no way. Okay. Just remember, just remember when Pete is no longer a Met after this year, okay? And who knows, maybe even sooner. If the Mets are stinking it up and we get to the trade deadline, I could see Stearns now like chomping at the bit to trade Pete for, you know, a couple of prospects that will never make it, which would be very typical Met, very Met-like. Well, but this is why the Mets are a disaster. One of the many reasons. But anyway, be that as it may, you know, David Stearns was brought here because he's a small market general manager. Wake up and smell the coffee. I thought the Wilpons were gone. I thought they were gone. Freddie Coupon. So now I'm going to call him, instead of Stevie Small Market, we'll call him that. 
with this guy Stearns, who remember went to Harvard, so he's smarter than everybody. I hear they have an opening at president. Maybe Stearns, maybe Stearns could get that job. Nah, I don't think I don't think he has the qualifications. But anyway, we'll leave that alone. Anyway, um, yeah, what a disgrace. I mean, I, you know, just an absolute freaking disgrace the Mets are. What are they doing? Are they going to sign a designated hitter? Are they going to sign J.D. Martinez? Are they going to sign Justin Turner? Are they going to sign another pitcher? Maybe Jordan Montgomery? Maybe Not that I like Blake Snell. Maybe him, but Blake Snell says he wants to go to the Yankees. So that's probably where he's going. I don't love him, but let him go there. I don't care. You know, let the Yankees be good. It just embarrasses the Mets more. No, that's how I feel. No, I mean it. I really do, hon. Because it's a joke. They're doing nothing. They're screwing them fans. They're they're sticking it up our ass is what they're doing. Well, you know, Steve Cohen comes in here with all his, I can see him, my my partner, Evan Roberts now, my wonderful partner. I love Evan. Oh, Stevie Cohen and all his beautiful money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Stevie Cohen lost a ton of money. And now all that beautiful money, it's not so beautiful anymore. (laughs) And the first thing he did was he comes in and he gives us the bullshit. Well, we're going to win a championship in three to five years. Okay. This is year three. We're going nowhere. We're not even remotely a contender this year. Let's be honest about it. Harrison Bader, Luis Severino, a bunch of not Joey Wendell, right? This guy Hauser, whoever I'm supposed to get excited by this? Really? They wouldn't. They weren't even in on Otani. weren't even in on him. Still haven't signed Alonzo. Give me a break. Give me a break. He punted on last year. He's punting on this year. And I got to hear this. Wow, you know, we're building the farm system for sustained winning. Don't hold your breath for that sustained winning. This is why another reason why this franchise has not won a World Series in 37 years, has basically got rid of every big player they ever had, with Tom Seaver being the biggest one. And here we are again, another upcoming Bad year where the Mets are not going to be a contender. Let's 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 wake up and smell the coffee. Okay, what's really going on with the New York Mets and this small market general manager David Stearns that they brought into the fold? All right, Beningo, the Order Pain Podcast. Everybody have a stellar weekend. Watch out for the snow. Enjoy all the football. Enjoy whatever you whatever you're into the hockey, the basketball. Got to love the Rangers who won again last night. Best team in New York, without a doubt. Everybody, have a great, great weekend. And uh, we'll be back, uh, of course, uh, check out my uh, my show tomorrow, 10 to 1 on the fan, my Saturday show. Check out the podcast on Monday. And uh, as always, all the love.